Welcome to a Drop Tent Media Production. The Porcupine with Adam Nutter. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Porcupine. I am Adam Nutter. It's been a nice three weeks off, but I've been a busy boy. Been a busy boy. Uh, come see me on the road. Do stand-up comedy. Um, a bunch of shows, a lot of shows coming up, actually. But just the important ones I want to hit, uh, April 20th over in uh, Whitehorse Winery in New Jersey. April of 27th, Autumn Lake Winery in New Jersey. February, uh, February, Jesus Christ, May 3rd, Punchline Philly, coming out to that. That's going to be a banger. Uh, May 13th, LP Georgia Convention. That's going to be fun. A lot more stuff in between uh, April 22nd. Uh, I'll be up in Bethlehem, PA. Uh, yeah, so coming out, just Adam Nutter on Twitter, uh, Adam Nutter on Instagram for all the show days, droptent.com, and all that shit. All right, guys, I have a banger of a show today. Two of my favorite people in the world. Uh, give it up for Forrest Mommy and Chrissy Mayer. What's up, guys? How really? are you? Really? Favorite in the world? Yes, two of my favorite people in the world. Yes. <laughs> people who stand up for their convictions, is all I'm saying. Fellow mm-hmm. comic and somebody who gets docks and stares down the barrel of the gun. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Gets stops and gets more followers for it. It was pretty sweet. Exactly. You know? I mean, for anybody who doesn't know, you were recently ran for local office in Colorado and some reporter doxed you and backfired tremendously. If you want to brief that people on that real quick. Yeah, I'll do it real quick. I've, yeah, I'm real. almost like, um, yeah, so I filed to run for office. The election is until November, but right. I filed to run for office 12 hours after I filed the mother, the guy he uh doxed me posted my whole address and everything and then pulled it down but he got like his ass handed to him with yeah. twitter the twitter magic so helped like jumpstart my campaign i was adam was actually in town with robbie that weekend and i was gonna go up to steamboat but like i couldn't because i yeah. had to like, actually put my campaign together and stuff now so yeah. yeah, the uh, as we said before, we were just saying before the cancel culture thing, man, it, it fucking it really blew back in that guy's face 100%. Because, like, like, I was saying it off air to you, like, uh, he, I don't think you realize the uh, army of autistic libertarians uh, behind you <laughs> that went full force on him. And again, his, his tweet was very basic, bare bitch shit of like, you know, anti state Jessica, you know, running for. Uh, local it's like he's trying to rally his troops it's like no one gives a shit dude like no one cares like your followers don't care it's the same old story over and over again so like you just yeah. got watch a shit ton of followers out of it i mean i'm assuming yeah support got a lot of donations right yeah. away yeah no it was, it was great like thank you jeremy really that's all I can say. <laughs> so, so November elections coming up. What's you, you just getting shit together now to to yeah actually run? just that's what today was a campaign meeting today the so like the local GOP is gonna be supporting me pretty much really? so like meeting with people in the area here who like know everything and because I'm new like I'm they know I'm up against like a dorkwad like politician for life kind of dude you know so like like I'm not polished obviously not a politician so. Yeah, it's just fun learning everything and doing all the politicking and all yeah. that. Hey, so. neither was Trump, and see what that got him. Yeah, pretty far. I'm the next right. Trump, guys. You <laughs> heard it here, dude. Four years from now, we talk about your blowjob job scandal. It's gonna be fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be plenty of like, I'm like this guy. There's gonna be plenty of stuff for him to find on the internet. But I'm like, okay, the worst thing he finds is I'm hot and there's hot pictures of me. Okay, cool. Like I'm, I can handle that. So yeah, who gives a fuck. Yeah. Also, the internet in 2023. Ooh, I'm like, hot. Ooh, you caught me. I'm hot. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, calm down, guy. Uh, Chrissy, we talked about it before. Uh, 
you and I obviously are in a little bit of a different world of the comedy and stuff like that. Uh, you also talk about, I feel like you go a little more harder on stage with like current event stuff than I do. <laughs> uh, and now you talk about the CSI scandal, uh, not scandal, it's the CSI I, score for the I Bud think Light it's stuff. CEI. CEI. Which is, I don't know how it's different than ESG, but it's specifically, right. I guess oh, Budweiser well, did oh, yeah. begin dabbling in this a, a while back. And it's been able to, I, th I think it was just the, the winning combination of somebody like Dylan, who's uh, not just trans, but like the, the worst kind of person. Yeah. He's an awful, annoying person. Yeah. Made this perfect storm. And, uh, uh, it's interesting, but it ultimately all goes back to BlackRock and mm -hmm. investors and, uh, I don't believe that the, this is how these companies actually feel. I, I think largely they're just like, well, whatever, whatever the trend is. So this, I, I Google it. It's the human rights org. So HRC.org. It says corporate equality index, 2022, uh, human rights campaign foundation, corporate equality index is a national benchmarking tool on corporate policies, practices, and benefits pertinent to lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer employees. Yeah. You can put it up on the screen there. I, yeah, um, I shared I'm, it with I'm, you. I'm pulling it up, right? Uh, oh, you guys, okay. Um, perfect. Okay, yeah. Uh, it's, yep, wild. So that's it. Okay. So this is essentially ESG, but just for a very specific thing. Yeah, workforce protection. Okay. Um, do you yeah? Does your company include sexual orientation yeah. and gender identity uh, expression for all operations? Inclusive benefits, basically. Like, d does the company subsidize in any way like a you know a gender affirming surgery so that takes a look at your health insurance plan uh, so, uh do you have same sex benefits medical benefits all of the things i mean it sounds okay. kind of nice if i still was in my day job like i would be <laughs> right. coming out as everything right now because you can yeah, I, I would be like yeah i'm that? i'm a trans uh, I would say that I was a trans woman and be like, I really need implants and you guys got to pay for it because. Right. Yeah. Like, I just think about like, I, you know, I played football growing up. You know, I, I got recruited to a partial D2 school that didn't work out, whatever the fuck. But like, I'm thinking now, like now if I'm 18, I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm a female. Give me a scholarship. I'll fucking house these chicks in basketball. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever sport. Like, what's stopping more guys from doing that? Honestly, free runs to school. You'll be looked at as a hero by like you. No one will say shit to you, except the outside world. But who cares? You're still doing your thing. And then you could be a scumbag and be like, "Yeah, I was lying for four years. Whatever. I got a free college education out of it and what, an NIL deal or whatever." Like, what's stopping? You know, I'm surprised that won't happen more and more. I'm sure people will start doing that for sure. Which is interesting because when I used to work at, at my day job, I've been out like a year and a half now. Uh, it's interesting that they're adding in senior management and executive performance measures include LGBTQ diversity metrics. Cause the guy I used to work for would have me do all of this shit for him. He'd have me log onto his computer. I had to take every single security test, you know, anti-sexual harassment test, everything I had to do for him uh, as his assistant. But it sounds like they're really turning up, uh, turning it up. Like, this is not something you can have your assistant do for you. It's literally your, your, uh, it's part of your performance. So you said something interesting before where, uh, you were like, well, this wasn't around before. This is new. Okay. Uh, ESG. So what's the difference between this and ESG then? Uh, b besides just like, it's just a 
only for like the like the alphabet mafia like what's the difference like i think this cei is is as a uh, specifically i think it's a little bit more specific it's like it's it's basically the same shit it's you know but there are a lot more specifications and rules to follow the other interesting thing you said which was a good point which you said you know i don't think a lot of companies are really into this but here we are and like all the major companies seem to be doing this, right? Like with ESG, the CEI thing now. Like, okay. And now I saw Bud Light just came out today, I think, with a tweet or like a, a announcement saying like, we fucked up. That wasn't our decision. That was like a low-level staffer who made the Dylan whatever the fuck name uh, on the can. Like that wasn't even our – sorry. Because they lost apparently like $6 billion in like profits or something like that. Like Anheuser-Busch did. This so, is an interesting article too. Go woke or lose bonuses. CEOs are forced into Dylan Mulvaney deal system. That's my point. So like, are these Ooh. companies now like scared to be like, well, we don't want this fucking thing on our can, <laughs> you know? or, or, or are they are they pressured into doing it? I think they're pressured. They're calling it ethical investing. Uh, a major uh, major American corporations are handing out lucrative endorsements to fringe celebrities like Dylan. You can Do you think yes because they know the people rage share it too. Like they know people yeah. are rage share it. Yeah, but okay, but like it's let's free say advertising. But, sure, yeah, no, you you're. Can, it says you can think about ESG as an attempt to sort of bring critical race theory to the private sector. Whew. Mm. Great. Okay, so my <laughs> next question then is like, so is every company going to? So even if they don't believe it, they're going to cave and do it. So it's just just the future of all companies now. Like it has to be ESG score, it has to be a CEI score, it has to be a or what? Or you can't work there, you can't shop. At what point is it like we're gonna close doors? Uh, to only if you fit this criteria can you shop or get food here. I think what needs to happen is a massive pulling out uh, of uh, consumers from mm. these from any uh, companies that are following along with this and either a mega increase in kind of like independent smaller companies again. Basically, they're doing this to kind of knock out the, the middle class because you're not going to get these th these investments unless you you know jump through all these hoops. I think it would just require a shit ton of people to be like, yeah, we're we're going to have to just buy from really small niche brands on everything because how else can you show your disapproval for this? Or does it not even matter? As in like people pulling out will matter like, well, look, so look at the movies people stopped going to the movies because uh all the mega franchises went super woke and it's even if they're a bust and they and they lose money it seems like they're they're subsidized even like they it, or it's just taking a very long time to course correct that's a great point also it's like how much you're right because like, i haven't watched a uh, fucking marvel movie or like a disney thing in a, in a in a minute like they're all trash now like you know and like it's a bummer because i was like a fucking nerd growing up in the 90s so i love spider-man stuff but now it's like just woke trash but okay so people aren't going to movies people are clearly not spending their money at what point do they have to be like yo agenda aside we are a business and losing money here like at what point do we just stop doing this like who are they being subsidized by the government Secret, like, you know, who is it? Like, who's giving them? Oh, they also have billions of dollars, though, they could run through. BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street Corp, uh, which own up to 5% of most major U.S. companies as the ones that are doing the strong arming, which Ramaswamy called a protection racket. Yeah, it's like it's like mob activity. Yeah. It's like woke, woke mob TM. No, it, it is. But how do you stop three major corporations from buying everything? You don't. You, you can only control. You can only. You can only control like what you 
and, and the people you love, I guess, uh, spend your money on. Yeah, I mean, this might be good for some small independent businesses to be like, yo, support our local beer or whatever. Like, we don't give a shit about politics. Just buy beer because it's good or whatever. I mean, that might be a good thing, a small fallout of this. I don't know. But this is not this is not going good. It's not looking good. This is not looking good. Every time, like, I, I keep saying, like, nah, people will fucking figure it out. Like, we're not as a society. It just keeps getting worse and worse. <laughs> like, I don't know if we're ever going to course correct. Like, are we just fucked from here on out? Like, this is crazy. I never thought, like, I always thought, like, money mattered the most. Like, anything else when it came down to it. And, like, I'm seeing now that's not necessarily true. And that scares me. I always thought money was the bottom line. And, I mean, look at this shit. It lost $6 billion since March 31st, that article said. Anheuser-Busch, $6 billion, or $5 billion, whatever it was. I, I mean, at what point can they just afford to lose $6 billion as a company? I mean, it's not, a, it's not even an M in front. That's a B. You know, I mean. What but how we, much are they getting from BlackRock? It's like we have no idea. Right. Well, they have saying. to be getting dirty, dark money for sure. But what the fuck's in it for BlackRock? World domination. <laughs> World domination. Like, is it that simple? Is it that? Is, is it just that? I, I think mean, it's just a. It's a. It's a way to get companies and executives into slavery, basically. Like, yeah, you got. You have to do what we say, or else you don't get our money. Well, this is I just mean, another reliance on the government, essentially. Like, kind of like with the with the whole vaccine thing. We're like, hey, we're not forcing you to get it, but. If your company doesn't make you get it, we'll fucking shut the company down. It's like one of those type of deals where it's like, you know, we're not forcing you to hire who you don't want to hire. But if you don't, right. we'll fucking bring the hammer down on you. You know, it's like one of those. Yeah, it's getting pretty Chinese. Up here. <laughs> yeah. Like in China, there's a, a deal where if you're if you're not in good standing, you can't even buy like high speed train tickets. You, you can't just you can't do normal shit. You have to like pay my if you have a bad, you know. Social credit, per, per, personal social credit score. Yeah, you just have to pay fines to the government, and then you can finally oh, ride fine. a so, train. <laughs> so it's like that Black Mirror episode for real, though. Oh yeah, the social credit. Score. Yeah, the social credit. I don't know if you guys ever saw that episode, but uh, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard plays like this, you know, slightly ahead of the future. Chick. You got a good score for being pretty and like right. riding horses, and, right? Like cool stuff. always smiling, like, yeah. and then she just finally loses it, and then she can't get even like a, ho a room anymore, like a hotel room. Like, is that where we're going? <laughs> I'm yeah, so the danger of that ESG and CEI scores could be leading us into a type of state-run capitalism where companies are only beholden to entities tied to the government or doing the bidding of big government. Yeah, no yeah. shit. And that's the other I, thing, too, is like you saw earlier in this article, too, it's uh, the CEI thing was like, oh, an ethical hiring. Well, who mm -hmm. determines the ethics? Because our ethics are different. I'll tell you that much right now. Right, right, are like, groomers ethical? Right, you know they're diverse. <laughs> <laughs> they are a diverse bunch. <laughs> they're yeah, they wily. Are. I said I was because uh, obviously for the local government they pay for the DEI trainings and stuff. So right away in the article I said no, I don't think citizens' taxes should pay for DEI training. You know, and they wanted to attack me for that right away. But it's like even at a stupid level, the guy I'm running against, he's like, well, if we don't do the DEI trainings and we're, you know, it helps us be more inclusive. And he's like, they're not inclusive at all. It's just so stupid. All like what's inclusive. I bet he does. I bet this guy does not even have a black friend. Like literally does not even have a black friend. No, I think 
maybe one of the funniest examples I've ever seen of that is when Josh Smith had all the those losers on, the Ticketarian guys, and he just was like, what's your favorite rap album? And they were like, ah, <laughs> like they couldn't even answer that question. They're all li- they're all full shit. When you they're have the forced hypocrites. diversity, it just means yeah. you don't know how to make friends. Like that's basically what it is. Also, yeah. that doesn't work. Yeah, you can't force people to be Anywhere friends with you. Anywhere ever in history has been like, hey, these group of people that you never interacted with, these group of people, you could work together now. And no problems, right? Or you're racist. It's like, oh, yeah, that's how human nature works, dude. So here are the consequences of not getting a perfect DEI score. Uh, and this is from James Lindsay. Uh, sometimes it's little things. Like if a company doesn't get a 100 CEI score, they won't be allowed at a jobs fair at a university. <laughs> Universities are suppressing companies that don't have a, a 100 score by telling prospective graduates saying they're bigoted places to work. I'd be like, that's the only place I want to work. Sounds fun. <laughs> they're, they're actively trying to, like you said before, like, make you completely rely on the government and just kill you essentially if you were just go against what they want right. like you can't even work you'll be delisted <laughs> from the portfolios of index funds and pension funds and that's a whole chunk of money that's fucking wild so man. yeah our, people are not going to want to work a place where they uh basically this takes out of potentially like yeah your 401k your pension they just fuck you on all ends. I mean, this is obvious now, but like, obviously, the the pandemic shit was just a fucking trial run for everything in the future, whatever that's going to be. <laughs> it's like, how much can we make the people just give up on their life until you know we have to be like, all right, you guys had enough, and then let them breathe a few years until we hit the next thing, which is probably aliens or whatever the fuck they're gonna lie about next. Wow, but, I, I think. Mean- make a like a straight score like what is your company's like straight and normal score like we should just fucking yeah fire back be, with our own regular ass and, propaganda and the number like, should be capped at 69 that should be the, the yeah. highest you could get is 69 <laughs> drag is this, like why are they using drag to like it's not even as drag is what it is what it is but it's not even like aesthetically pleasing like why would a drag person sell a product more you know like jack daniels it's ugly you want pretty people to if, sell you, stuff. if you it's just start looking grabbing. at the number like the numbers of like the population of people who are this whatever it's like one percent less than one percent always and it's like well who's this for right like when that when that uh the bros movie came out that super gay comedy with the two dudes banging each other the whole movie and it bombed and they're like it's because you guys bros? are homophobic yeah <laughs> it's like maybe because the po- only the gay population is like three percent of the whole population that could be it so you made a movie for three percent of the population, and we're like, "Well, the majority didn't see it." It's like, "Yeah, man, that's how it goes." I if I made a very- it was basically like softcore gay porn. Yeah, it was, was it? There were many scenes where you watch Billy Eichner's like grinding pelvis. Like you don't see any, you know, dick and balls, but like you see a lot of low pelvis, like tramp stamp area that you that <laughs> like I could have put it together that they were fucking and having a an orgy. Like you, I don't need to really see it. That's old school se. Cinemax softcore porn it was and i was like ugh, <laughs> these are dudes yeah i just don't <laughs> yeah i just don't think uh again it's not about getting it it's not about you know it, what's that quote it's it's decided it wants to be left alone what was loose decided it wants to win you know and like they want to win man it's pretty evident they want to win they want to dominate the news cycles the entertainment cycles what you eat what you drink where you work how who you associate with and we're just like i just want to watch football and like be left alone and like do bitcoin they're like no <laughs> watch this fucking trans guy in your butt like can and let the kids go to the drag show you fucking racist bigot and you're like i don't know about that that doesn't sound right 
you know yeah i think like the to whatever degree they can break up the nuclear family is, is pretty indicative i think of your reliance on the government which is why being single is so glamorized um you know i almost feel like the manosphere in some ways like the toxic parts of the manosphere contribute to this because if they're if it's just like oh all women are trash you know a lot of men are not going to be motivated there's something like there's like millions of men in this country that are of working age that just don't have jobs. And I think there is probably a link to if they're like, well, what's the point? I'm not having, I'm striking out with women. I'm it's hopeless. I can't start a family. And that is linked to a lot of men's uh, motivation to like work hard and provide. But if they're like, well, fuck it, I can't find a woman. I'm not going to start a family. They just get depressed and kind of tap out from society. You think only fans fucked up young men? If it wasn't OnlyFans, there was always going to be. There's so many other cam sites and tube sites and places where women can sell photos and videos of themselves. Uh, so, you know, and even that could have been Patreon too at one true. point. That's true. Yeah, I just think uh, for a young dude, like, I mean, if you want to watch porn, or whatever, but like, don't. Like, go out and talk to people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, get, go outside and, like, meet people. Like, don't just sit at home with your fucking computer, dude, and just beat your fucking dick all day. That's It's not good for you. <laughs> it's just not good for you. Like, go see sunlight. Go out. Like, I was... I haven't watched porn in, like, over two years, which is crazy. Because <laughs> people... Wow. Because <laughs> people are like, no. I'm like, I'm not... It's just, what I don't. was your go-to? Get all... <laughs> okay, when you were watching, though. Oh, when I was watching. Oh, uh, XNXX was a good one. What is that? It's Asian? Just, uh, no, no, no. Uh, it's a regular. I uh, like a XNXS, a less decentralized porn hub, essentially. Okay, <laughs> like, I haven't heard of any of these. Yeah. So what, what genre? I think, oh, yeah. genre. Yeah, that's oh. Ah, uh, fuck. It was whatever I was feeling in the mood for at the time. I guess so it could have been like. I gotta think. Some, uh, I guess, like some gagging shit. <laughs> that was a that was a phase for gagging. a while. Some okay. gagging Who's shit was gagging? a phase for a while. Everyone? The chick, the chick, okay. chick was gagging. Yeah, yeah, like a good gagging thing was good. Um, uh, just gagging on anything. Anything, <laughs> anything, dicks, panties, fingers, whatever. You're just testing <laughs> milk in the fridge, like oh, oh. Anything gagging. <laughs> I was like, that's it for me for now. Uh, I don't know why. And then, then I got bored with it, and I started watching very normal stuff again. I was like, I think this is, I'm just done. <laughs> That's what I, really, I was like, this isn't good. What am I doing? You know, especially when I was younger. I think it was bad. Adam has, right, like, like, a whiteboard in his room, like, 100 days without <laughs> watching a woman gag. <laughs> Proud of that. <laughs> Proud of that 100 days. No, it's just whatever. I mean, it's, per, it's a preference, right? I don't really give a shit if you do or don't, but, like, I think it's... Too much of anything out. can obviously be a problem, especially that, like... Yeah, for sure. I mean, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I, I gotta try to stop this give podcast. Me, give me a half hour, I can ruin this fetish for you. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, because well, it's, it's I don't think it's a fetish anymore. I think it's out. I think it's dead okay. in me. I think, I think I killed it by watching too much of it. That's what I think could be my side hustle. Like women could hire me to ruin their man's fetish. Like just completely make it unsexy to them anymore. I'm really good at that. Like I'll watch. I would watch porn with Frank. I'd be like, the lamps don't even match. Like when's the last time somebody vacuumed in here? Like they're both faking it. I hope you know they're all faking it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of also why I stopped. Like it's like I don't know. This is so obviously it's fake, but it's like it's just so like I don't know. 
It's why I also never was interested in ever paying for sex. It's like the whole point of this is like we're both into it. You know, it's like that's what makes this fucking cool. It's like that you're into it, I'm into it. The transaction part takes that away from me, and I'm like, ah, this is now. It's just like whatever. It's my never appeal to me. Which is also a fear of mine with the Donald Trump thing. It's like that's like the ultimate fuck up of that. (laughs) That's like the ultimate. You know, like I fucked up. Now I'm in a lawsuit. Which is a few and they they all do shit like what he's doing and worse. They they just really want to tie him up in legal bullshit. Oh, for sure. They're so upset yeah, yeah. that he won still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a. I mean, the legal system being used nowadays is complete uh, railroading. Oh, do you guys know that um Mr. Beast guy who's on Mr. Beast? Uh, Chris was the name. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you right. Seen this trans now. Ooh, even better. No, not oh, tr- gay. No, Ooh, hold on. Maybe wait. he's trying to raise his ESG score. <laughs> eh, uh, hold on. Um, so there was this guy by the name of um, Feared Buck, I think, and he just posted a before and after picture, essentially of of uh, Chris. And I'm gonna pull it up right now so I don't just look like an idiot. Okay. So he essentially posted this picture. This isn't the guy's Twitter account because he's, he's currently banned on Twitter from this. So he posted this picture, and the caption was Ugh. right. Now the caption wasn't "Bro went from Chris to Christina." That this is another guy. The caption was like, "We really live in hell," or like, "We really like are, are an evil world," or something like that. Right? Because this is what. It's happened. always sad when like a good-looking guy goes trans yeah. too. I'm like, what were you? Why? Honestly, we have enough ugly natural women, and most <laughs> dudes would prefer an ugly natural woman than an ugly trans dude. So yeah. it's like you're really shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah. So it's like this was him wife and that's his that's his kid, by the way. Ugh. So like wife and kid, and then that. So that guy feared Buck posted that this picture and that clip, uh, and then he d and d DMs this guy feared Buck who has like three thousand followers on Twitter. He's not like a famous dude. And goes, why would you post something like that so hateful on Twitter? My lawyers were reaching out to you. And then the guy actually got a civil lawsuit from the, from this guy, Chris. And he posted it on Twitter and stuff. And he got banned. For posting wow. Like yeah, for, for pictures that he himself posted publicly. Yep. Hmm. So this is like libs of TikTok. You get in trouble just for showing someone yeah. who they are. Yeah. Just reposting. And just to quote, I guess this thing was, you know, we live in an evil society, wherever wherever it was, but it was like, we live in hell or evil, or, you know, it was along those lines. And, uh, yeah. Hmm. And then Mr. Wow. Beast, apparently, is like, I don't like this shit, but some leaked things came out with him, some leaked behind-the-scenes messages came out with him. And uh, he's pretty much like, hey, we gotta be cool. We got, we can't, I'll get canceled. And he's like, I'll get canceled in two seconds for this. If I say anything, we can't fire him. He has to leave on his own if he wants to leave. He's like, we can't fire him. We can't do anything about this. He's like, he's here for as long as he wants now. And all this shit got, like, no one wants that around his company. He doesn't want that shit. But he's afraid of getting canceled in the, in the blowback. Because most of his fan base is, let's be honest, it's not us. <laughs> it's a young kids who, and this is their world, right? Like, and he's fucked. He's in a bad position now. But if, I, I've, I've seen some clips on him on streams with Chris now, wherever he goes by. And he's just like this, like kind of like shading away from him. <laughs> like he'll sit like this. Like if he's over here, like he'll like, you know, be like, yeah, whatever. Like, you know, it's awkward, dude. It's fucking weird. Real weird. Real evil shit. Hmm. Like major bullying, too. Like how is it not being called out that they're the bullies? I don't get it. I think people are just afraid of blowback themselves. Right? Like the average person. Yeah, losing their job. 
social media attention they're dumb kids calling them transphobes like they just want to avoid mm-hmm. all that conflict most people just want to fucking lay low right but that's again the problem right is the side that wants to be left alone loses and here we are living that out we people just like i just want to go to work and provide for my kids and they're like well we want your kids to fucking tuck their dick off and we're like ah huh. man <laughs> you know i don't know <laughs> i don't know about that there's plenty of mom, like the plenty of the white suburban moms though. They're going. I mean, they're the followers in high school, and they're still followers now. And they're like, yeah, I need to trans my kids mm. just for a time. You know, it's it's stupid. Well, isn't your guys' demographic white woman the votes progressive the most into office? <laughs> yeah, that's and that's like a lot of my district. I have to get through to is like a lot of like, you know, suburban wives who. Even though they're like taken care of and stuff, they still vote against their husband's interests or whoever's taking care of them, you know, and they just they're just like not they just follow their Facebook friend groups. That's yeah. all they do. They're just like oh, and they don't want to get bullied in their Facebook friend groups. By and their their Democrat votes don't really affect their lives because if their husbands are doing really well, like they're voting that way to feel good about themselves mm-hmm. and they know that they'll be taken care of. And if these issues were really affecting them, they would vote differently. So it's like your job, Jessica, is to show them how these issues really are affecting them. Yep. No, like, hopefully they like me. Yeah. 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 What's your goal with that? Are you going to come at it from like a liber- libertarian stance or just like a very common oh, yeah. sense so, stance? It was funny. It's a nonpartisan race, but me, I, I just put liberty on my affidavit. I just put libertarian party Colorado on there. So then this article, they wrote this historically nonpartisan race, which is bullshit because the people who've been on city council are partisan as fuck, you know, like they've always been there. And so they're like, oh, she's libertarian. They're trying to make a big deal of it, but it's just going to be my message is just teaching people like because the both the right and the left want to work for the government where i'm like i'm opposite obviously i'm like they don't even know what to do with me right now the like media they're like who is she what is she doing but you know my message is just going to be like because the government's not in control of your family and you got to stop giving up the control of your family to the government so that's kind of my whole message stuff like that i'm still working it through i'm not polished like (laughs) things happen so fast so yeah, but I think some that shit works though. Like I was just like even around my local just where I live in my fucking neighborhood. Like I, I you know, I walk the dog a lot and just naturally start talking to people and, and then, you know, you kinda get people where they lie politically just by talking to them naturally about anything, you know, and you're and, and then if you sense a little bit of like, Yeah, fuck this, right? You're like, Hey man, you ever like lean in real close, like, Hey man, you ever like check out liberty that's pretty cool right like what do you think about that <laughs> like trying to be able to slide with it like like it's like world war ii germany like you're trying to hide you you're like fucking like right that's pretty cool and that's what it works people are like yeah oh i didn't know that like i said i was talking about my neighbor about you and your race and stuff it's it's just people don't know what's out there i think like they don't understand like there's a a bunch of people like us who are like no no fuck this like we're actively speaking out against it and they're in their own bubble of just like like we said before like sheltered shut up i don't want to get fucking canceled i don't want to lose my job i don't want to you know my kid to hate me or whatever it is and then they find someone like us who's like you know outwardly like fuck the government they're evil they're doing this to you they're trying to take your kid and they're like oh you know what it's a little more confident maybe now i'm gonna say something or, or i'm yeah. gonna start looking into it more i'll read a book of, you know or, like I, I just got something to read in anatomy of state for the first time and it's a good time yeah. right now because they've pushed so far with all that crap. There is people who are like, okay. Like, even if they were okay with that at first, they're like, no, we need to stop this now. So it's a good time to, like, jump on that and get those people. I think the uh, kids thing was, like, the like the real almost, like, uh, okay, like, line in the sand for a lot of people. 
because like the COVID push was so strong, and I thought that was never would never happen in America, and it did so easily, you know. And I was like, oh shit. But then once the people's kids are getting fucked with, that's when people really started being like, hey, hold on, wait a minute, no, 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 no. we're right, not doing that. As adults, you can avoid going right. to a drag show. As an adult, right. you can avoid going, you know, going out on the day of the like Pride Parade. Like, okay, you can just be somewhere else. Okay, if you live in New York City in June, you can just like go travel that month. Um, but you can't. There was no way to avoid your kids getting hit with it. Right. It's well, being... they're putting it in school. Like they're like, oh, we need to expose them. And te-. like that's it's just so stupid. And the school district I'm in, they just got busted doing the whole like, don't tell your parents. We're learning about the gender unicorn or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's all that crap. So I think they're waking up. Yeah, I mean, how many times we've we seen like teachers and like again, like we said before, they're posting on TikTok themselves. They're like. Hey, like, if you're feeling like weird, come to me. Don't tell your parents. And it's like, how are we letting that? How is that guy not getting fucking put into a ditch? Like, what are we doing right now? Like, I don't understand. Like, what the fuck stranger is going danger. on? Danger. We all learned stranger danger. Like, don't let an adult talk to you about your genitals. And now you go to school and they're talking to you about your genitals and stuff. Like, it's just totally flip flop. Yeah, he's literally passing out buttons at a school and say, "Ask me yeah. about my genitals." <laughs> like. <laughs> it's the opposite. It really, dude. Imagine mm-hmm. that growing up, man. That guy, growing up, if, if someone came into our schools and was like, "Let's talk about dicks," that guy would be in a coma in two seconds by all the dads. Like, it's not even close. And the kids would, the kids can follow their own gut and be like, yeah. "Oh, this this person doesn't feel like safe. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go over here now." But now kids are being taught to ignore their gut that they have to be accepting of of people that feel unsafe. Um, it's it's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's a huge point. Because even like sometimes you remember being a kid and like some adults just like schemed you out, even if they just like were close talking or something. So it's like these people are making these kids feel so uncomfortable and they don't even fucking care. Like this, they don't. I'm like, you're making them feel weird. And that's mm-hmm. like their whole goal. It's to break them down, I suppose. But. Well, it's how, I mean, kids are obviously malleable in the brain, right? It's how you fucking brainwash them. It's fucking easy. It's the easiest time to do it. Even that kid, like that guy Chris I just showed you or wherever he goes by now. Uh, he took a picture of his son wearing like ballerina slippers, and he goes, "So and so woke up today feeling fierce," and I'm like, "This motherfucker is truning his kid out <laughs> uh, <laughs> already." You know, it's like what, like that kid didn't. There's no way. It's like those tweets when you see like um, some liberal puts out like, "My daughter woke up today and was like, Mom, why is?" president trump though and you're like she didn't say your seven-year-old didn't say this like shut the fuck up it's the mm-hmm. same shit like yeah. your kid isn't waking up and putting on ballerina slippers and being like this is what i want to rock out like maybe but like i i doubt you know i just i fucking doubt it i i just i, I that's you pushing your projecting onto your child 100 percent. did you see a clip that uh dave casey shared and it's like this large woman in a wheelchair and she's like my three-year-old was so depressed and then this talking about some social person came in and like helped trans the three-year-old and it's like okay if your three-year-old is depressed you're abusing them first of all you're not like being a good you know but they are like so justified that they think this is right and this this weirdo person has like three non-binary kids now or something and it's like you are doing it like you're doing it it's Ugh. Back in the day, yeah. like grandmas and grandpas in private would dress our kids up and be weird with them. You're, you know what I mean? Like it used, it used to be abuse and it was like they tried to hide it. And now it's just like they're, they don't even care anymore. It's just out in the open. No, that's a great point about like a depressed three-year-old. It's like, you know how not depressed three-year-old be like, hey, 
Hey, <laughs> I'll tell you not to press the three-year-old. It's like that simple. Just be like, hey, look over here. Hey, hey. Yeah. Like, what are you doing press. to that kid? It's, it's yeah, no, it's and like when when I, there's a great and again, kids do rule and kids are honest. That's why kids fucking rock because you'll see some of these fucking psycho parents putting on shit on social media, being like, you know, my Travis today, and he said he felt like a girl, and then the kid, then the kid was like, no, I didn't. Like they're saying it like on the live stream. Like I never said that. And the mom's like, "No, but you, you know, you felt that." And he's like, "No, I didn't." And it's like, this is an awkward moment now between this mom and her fucking unfortunate her son, who's in this shitty scenario. Who's like, "I just want to go play football or play video yeah. games or like go with my friends. I don't give a fuck about this." And but have you guys like talked? This is gonna sound creepy for me. Have you guys talked to like thirteen year olds or fourteen year olds? <laughs> okay, I have because I walk my dog a lot and like whatever. It's not important. I'm not a creep. <laughs> but like, but like they're they're like very much like they don't give a shit about this stuff. They're they're very still much like no, kids, they and they're very it. yeah, and they're very much like no, nah, I don't care. I want to just like play sports or like hang out with my friends. Like this is bullshit. Like we like we make fun of this stuff at school. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they see it as like it. weird, cringy adult stuff. Yeah, because they know it doesn't sit right with them. They're just like, eh, okay. Yeah, um, this is actually irrelevant to liberty, but fun maybe. Uh, Cole says I'm designing a subdivision. I need road names if you all want to choose for me. I mean, I kind of do want to pick a road name. This wait, it's C Cole, are you serious? We pick a name. Will this be solidified in, like forever in fucking this area? Could that be sick? D could we curse? <laughs> <laughs> like, how, what's the? I'll figure. I think somebody on this podcast. What is Eliza Blue coming on? Uh. <laughs> Has anything more? I have stopped like paying attention. Has, is she still like just not acting like nothing happened? And... Uh, she kind of seems like. <laughs> she, oh, you said I am one hundred percent serious. All right, I'll think about it, dude. <laughs> I will think about it. Um, yeah, that was a fucking wild turn of events with her, right? Just hey, by the way, I lied about all this, but don't call me out on it, or I'll fucking ban you. It's like <laughs> she's probably super fuck? embarrassed. She's probably like. Uh, man, my shit really got blown up. Uh, <laughs> all my appearances seem to have dried up. She's probably not getting hired for as eighty percent of the yeah. amount of stuff that she was doing before. Yeah, she really uh, fucked. Like we didn't that see one. a public reckoning or uh, you know any kind of consequence, but I think the consequence is just like her life. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. Fair. Uh, there you go. Cole, we have one PHA-Q Boulevard. I'm very serious. Can you do a Nutter Street or a Nutter Way or a Nutter Circle or <laughs> Nutter something? I'm very serious. Nutter something. Please, Cole, please. <laughs> nutter something. And then take a picture for me when it, it gets existed, when it builds. Please. That'd be sick. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, it is fucking wild. All, all, this, all this fucking shit's wild. I, I don't know how to, like, stop. Every time we I talk about this stuff, I always ask like, everyone who's on, like, what do we do to combat, like, the straight degeneracy like what do we do is this is this enough ostracize the parents gotta start because these women are so malleable like the parents that are doing it they're the mm -hmm. followers like i said so if you start ostracizing them True. and like you know a lack like, of social acceptance yeah bringing back shaming yeah just go back oh yeah fenske court do no, it fucking date what the fuck Cole? i just said nut or something <laughs> you said I'm serious. You have seven streets to name. Name one of them nut or something. You piece of one shit. <laughs> Come on. That'd be so cool. Uh but like but like ostracizing, yeah, we do it, but then like I feel like it works better for them when they do it to us. 
Like they're louder. Like because well, like, they yeah, and they control all the institutions and right. stuff. And and people that's are just, my point. So yeah. like, does it work for us? Does that like, how well does that work for us? I guess it worked for the Bud Light thing, but or was it the money thing that worked for the Bud Light thing? You know what I'm saying? Like, which one was it? The ostracization or the fact that they just lost six billion dollars or six whatever it was? I would say right because you don't want to do what they did to us during COVID and lockdowns, where you just you know disowned people who felt differently than you. I think you know speak with your money um educate your kids as best as you can like take as much time as you can with them to make sure that your values are being imparted on them i mean it's not realistic for everybody to homeschool so i just say like make sure you're checking in with your kids and i think where you can whether it's that facebook friend or that in-person friend like really trying to open up and have these hard conversations like even if it's just dipping a toe in um, but I think being afraid to bring these things up keeps people in their little sections. So I would say not not being afraid of of a little tense conversation, I guess, with a friend, you know, that you that, you know, thinks differently. It's not easy. Yeah, no, I agree. What do you think, Jess? Well, yeah, kind of going on that. And like, who cares if they like push back on you or whatever? Like, yeah, at least I'm not cutting my kids genitals off or like even, you know, like. You just have to kind of bluntly put it towards them because they also are so indoctrinated right now on of like I lost friends during all COVID stuff that I knew like would have agreed with me, but because they were still in these yeah. groups, you know, they were just sucked into it. So yeah. I don't know. I like I was made fun of all my life. So it's like easy for people are gonna push back. I don't like care, you know, <laughs> but I think the hardest thing is like when it, like strangers I don't really give a fuck about, obviously, right? But the hardest thing is like your friends and family when they're just like, you know, still going with some sort of crazy narrative and you're like, oh, man, I don't want to talk about this with you, but like, do I have to? But like, where's this going to go? Is this going to cause more division? You know, like, what what's the what's the outcome? Is am I really going to turn you? Like, can I really show? Because like, I, you, I've showed people like the mass stuff is one example. You show people all the empirical data of like also common sense, but that's gone. So you show people stats and they're like, well, that's a fucking whatever publication. And you're like, all right, man, I don't know. It's like, I don't know what to do. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I, I don't know if that works. Like, I, I, maybe, like, is the national divorce thing the answer? Is that what solves us? We just go, you know what? We clearly can't live together. Again, we want to be left alone. You want to rule. We're good. Let's fucking split. Like, what do we do? Like, is that it? Well, I'm know. down with that, but yeah. <laughs> not everybody is. Yeah, Andy gets it. Disowning people is cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It, it, it's fuck. It's a nightmare, man. I don't want to share. Like, and I keep saying, like, I don't want to share the ground of these people who are like wanted us to fucking, who wanted us dead because we didn't get the vaccine. Like, people actively were like, "You're gonna die," and I'm like, and "I haven't been sick." Wanted in three us years. dead and banished. <laughs> They're upset we didn't die. Yeah, but that's true. Like, we're kidding, but we're it's like we're not. Cause that's really like, I bet you there's a, a large contingency of people who are like, fuck man, why aren't they just dropping dead? Right. Cause they never got the payoff for being right that they thought they would get. Like no one's exactly. been thrown into a gulag yet. Exactly. You haven't been really dying. So right. they, they were promised like death and destruction and, and end times. And they just weren't delivered that. And, yeah. and now they're like, well, I don't understand. I mean, you know what's crazy too? How they were just showing like fake footage on the news constantly during COVID, like the Italian hospitals, and being like, "This is an NYU," and like none of that was really ever addressed, and it never really, besides by us, and it never really will be addressed. Like that's scary. Like honestly, when you really think about like how fucked up that is, and they went, 
Yeah, we know we were actively lying, but like, whatever. That's old. That's like three years ago. Get over it, man. Like, we're on some fucking aliens now, dude. Where have you been? <laughs> it's like, they're never going to admit it. They're, and then right. you have all the corporate journalists who are in on all of it. Like I was saying, I was did a free Assange rally the other day and then saw the documentary last night. And I'm just like, these idiots call themselves journalists when you have that. Like, that's a journalism. He was calling out the government. And none of these people are calling out the government for what they did. They aren't even going back on like, oh, we were wrong about this. They won't even say anything like that. It's just... Yeah, Bullshit. doesn't doesn't WikiLeaks have a hundred percent like success rate on like yeah, and it's like mil- yeah. ten million yeah. documents, I think, and like the poor guy, like. But luckily, our local journalists are doxing people like me because I'm the real enemy, you know, not Doing the, the real government. Work. <laughs> Doing the real work out there. Doing yeah, that. guys like Julian Assange. I mean, obviously, political thing. The Trump thing, even even though you know, I don't care about the guy, but it's like it is funny. <laughs> like this railroading this dude so fucking hard, and it's so obvious. It's so and like now here we go. And again, you tell people like, so you really care? Like, good base question. Be like, do you care about the Clinton thing? And if they say no, be like, then what are we doing here? Mm. You know, it's like it's the same shit, really. And then also, it's like you, all right, you claim to care about government, and you're a big government guy. So tax dollars, you you want to spend all the money that we are now putting into Trump's blowjob? Is that how much you hate this guy? And they'll be like, well, democracy, or they'll say something, some brainwashed thing CNN said to them, and like, whatever, dude. This is what I'm saying. It's like it's like it's it's you're talking to like literal NPCs, man. I I don't know how to get through. <laughs> you can only call them dumb so many times. They can't explain the next thought, especially if you're like, okay, explain the next, and they can't. They can never, like, they're just the buzzword, and then that's it, you know? Yeah, you can literally, like, you'll see them, like, go through a Rolodex in their brain. Like, if you say a point that they never heard before, because it's not on their, like, CNN or MSNBC, you know, news feed, they'll be like, uh, what did Don Lemon say? Uh, you're racist. And you're like, (laughs) good one. Got me. Nailed it. Okay. I just start saying yes. That's what I started doing. I'm like, you're racist. Like, yep. Okay, now what's your point though? Like, what, now address my point now. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like you're transphobic, sure. But uh, yeah, what's my point though? Like, I don't care because like, what it means nothing. Those words mean nothing anymore. And also, I, I don't have a job to lose. So it's <laughs> like I'm a comic. What the fuck? I can't get fired. So it, it doesn't matter. You know, it's it's just it's that's why I started doing. Call them out because like make them address the point, and they can't. They never can, ever. Did you see Elon Musk uh, that uh, BBC reporter? It was so good. I mean, that he just kept saying, name me one example. And the guy was like, nah, you know, you know stuff, the, the stuff out there. And you're like, but name one. He's like, stuff, right? <laughs> it's like, come uh-huh. on, guy. It's like, dude, you got to lie. I'll lie at this point. Just save your face. Lie. Just make something up. And like, yeah. lie. Like, I wasn't expecting a follow-up question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The funny thing, the hate, the hate, the journalists are the ones who have gotten more hateful, I feel like. Once I, Elon yeah. was taken over, they're like, ooh, Elon, and they're the ones who have gotten more hateful. So, you, so that you, was really good. No, you see, I, it's it's such a good feeling to know that, like, do the opposite of these people, and you know you're doing, like, you're living right. You know, like, you're doing everything right in life. Like, uh, don't forget, before Elon bought Twitter, the blue check thing was, like, the elite, you know, like, all these people look down and like, oh, well, I have a blue check mark. So, like, I know what I'm talking about for COVID. Or I know what I'm talking And then Elon bought it over. And he's like, actually, that really is bullshit. Anybody should really be verified if it's to prove it's you. And those people, were, the same people were like, you know, blue checks are fucking stupid anyway. What's in a blue check? And you're like, you guys are such fucking scumbags. <laughs> Just do the opposite of them. And like, oh, I'm good. Golden yeah, life. That was the best part about Twitter during all the COVID stuff is like, 
You found non-state approved people with no agenda who are like, here's the data. Here's what's really going on, you know, and it wasn't mm-hmm. the stupid blue checks. And none of them backed their stuff any up anyways. Right. Like they would just say, oh, this per-, and then they would have no backup, no data. So it was, yeah. No, or like they'll just use the same. And that's another annoying thing I, I really discovered in this whole COVID shit is these people we're talking about who are just completely fucking brainwashed or whatever. They'll be like, well, the numbers show this. And you go, yeah, but they're lying. Because these numbers show that, and like, but they won't accept that. Like, that's why that's the that was the hardest part to break through. They go, no, no, but these numbers, I go, no, but that's a lie. <laughs> like, and they're like, no, 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 this is what the government says, though. Like, okay, so we're not getting past this. That's the and that's the problem. You can't get past that one point. So forget like the minutia of like my liberty being taken away of freedom of movement. Like, that's fucking not even in the fucking talking point right now. Uh-huh. Which is my point. Which is why I feel like we're fucking that scenario. So national divorce for me. That's why I say. But I don't know. Uh, we all have to wrap it up. We all have things. But I got to fucking start driving soon. Uh, Jessica, where can we find you? Plug yourself away, please. Um, well, Twitter, Forest Mommy. Got a link to there. And then JessicaFenske.com is my uh, campaign site. It's not complete yet. So don't make fun of me. But <laughs> it's up. Fair. Okay. Uh, uh, Chrissy? Yes. I'll be in Vegas in two weeks. Uh, Thursday, uh, April 27th at The Space with Lila Hart and Keanu Thompson. Then I'll be in Dallas first week of May. Uh, I'll be at Hyenas in Dallas May 5th and 6th with Lila Hart and Keanu Thompson. And then I'll be in Richmond, Virginia, um, August 9th. And anime, I'll be at Anime Matsuri August 10th through the 13th. And I'm headlining that same weekend, August 11th. That's a Friday at The Secret Group in Houston. So you can nice. get tickets at, on my website, Chrissy Mayer dot com Boom. thank you adam yeah no thank you guys uh, yeah of course don't i'll t- talk to you guys off air don't get off before uh and you guys you guys know you can find me all the shit all my dates coming up again follow me on instagram for all the dates and drop tent.com for also tickets all right guys this has been uh fun thank you and i'll catch you guys next week probably bye see you guys bye. thanks for listening Find Adam on social media, Twitter and IG at Adam Nutter or Facebook and TikTok at Adam Nutter Comedy. And for podcasts and merch, check out www.droptent.com. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss an episode.